Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape the future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. In this success story, we're going to talk about how one HubSpot agency helped a startup, a SaaS startup, take their HubSpot, clean it up, find 20 opportunities, uh, improve their email deliverability using the 80-20 rule, create one-to-one email strategies that drew, drove immediate results, and how they decided who to email one-on-one out of thousands of people, and what they're doing to prevent list churn. Louis Garcia, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. Thank you, Ian, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And don't forget, this is brought to you by videocasestory.com, one of the best place, ways to improve any part of your marketing, whether you're using HubSpot or just websites, is through customer stories. Go to videocasestory.com to help learn how we can help you collect, craft, and deliver customer stories. So tell us a little bit about the SaaS company, why they came to you, and then the process for getting them in and identifying those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were approached uh, by a SaaS company that produces a, they produce a report for companies and agencies who are looking to true up their brand voice and ensure that they're, you know, you know the content that they're putting out on social media and emails and, and other channels fits their brand voice. And they use this, so they use AI and automation to support with this. <clears throat> and it's a company that's been operating as a service-based business for quite some time, but they pivoted into this SaaS space in the last year. And they were looking for a way to go to market with this new SaaS product and had invested in HubSpot. They were actually part of the HubSpot for Startups program, which is a really fantastic program for those of you that who might not be familiar with it. You can get up to uh, anywhere from like 50 to 90% off your HubSpot software uh, by being inside the a qualifying HubSpot for Startups program. So you generally need to be part of some type of incubator or accelerator uh, to be eligible for that. So they got this, you know, enterprise package from HubSpot, all the bells and whistles, as you can imagine. And, um, and they were now looking at like how to use this tool um, to generate these opportunities. They DIY did at first and uh, weren't getting a lot of traction. One, they didn't really have anyone on the team who had prior HubSpot experience or expertise. And they also you know, didn't really have a lot of other like CRM or platform type experience. So uh, they reached out to us to support them. And one, just gaining familiarity and being onboarded to the tool, but also secondly, to be able to move forward on their go-to-market efforts and to start engaging with different targets that they had uh, built up um, through their uh, prospecting and list building to um, engage with them and to start offering uh, this new product that they were that they just had created and launched. And at what point did they realize they needed help? <laughs> yeah, it was almost uh, it was kind of right away, right? Because they they knew they had this like really uh, robust tool set. They had tried a couple of things themselves, but they weren't really getting the traction that they were hoping to see from like their open rates or click rates, click through rates, and uh, ultimately in lead gen and, uh, and creating opportunities. And so when they, they, they came to us when they noticed that they weren't really getting the results that they wanted to get and that they were gonna be eventually off track to their growth goals if they weren't going to do something differently rather soon. When you looked into it, when you first got into her, 
where did you see, what were the major problems that you see or major opportunities? Yeah, once, you know, we, when we get into a portal or HubSpot portal for the first time, we, we do an assessment of, you know, of all the kind of components, make sure that it's like set up appropriately, things are connected well, things are secure, you know, and, and we, we do a, a kind of an overall almost audit of the platform to, to see where things are, were at. We did see some opportunities uh, around their email health uh, to improve on their open rates and click-through rates. Uh, and, you know, we recommended some different approaches uh, around that. And then we also noticed that, you know, they, you know, hadn't really gone through a full onboarding you know, through the product, you know, onboarding to a CRM, especially if you're new to using a CRM can take months, right? It's not something that you can typically, you know, uh, buy the tool and start doing right away. Uh, and, you know, with the onboarding um, through the startup program, the HubSpot will give you a couple of hours with a consultant to, to set it up, but that you're largely left on your own or you need to uh, buy more onboarding services through HubSpot or through, through a solution partner like us. And so when we got into the portal, we just saw right away that it was like first red flag was like, okay, like this isn't really set up completely. And they haven't gone through the, the necessary checklist and things to, to do that. And so we've, um, we've been able to not only make sure that the portal is set up in an appropriate way, but then that they're also being trained and onboarded to, so that they become familiarized and they can help themselves, you know, and, and being able to get the most value from the platform. And when you were looking at email health and you looked at email deliverability, what problems did you see that you were able to fix? First thing was um, around personalization. You know, so uh, upfront, you know, it was a lot of just broad email sent to the whole list. And so where we came through with our recommendations was to actually um, segment their list out to different types of personas that they were looking to attract. So there was about two or three different kind of key personas that they were looking to engage with. And so we built out those personas and tagged contacts to the appropriate personas so that we could start sending more personalized and relevant emails to different people within the list. So that way owners were getting different things than marketers were getting different things than salespeople. They all have different kinds of needs and challenges and concerns and goals. And by being able to personalize our content and make it more relevant, uh, we've been able to see uh, opens and, and click-through rates increase as well as uh, engagement for new opportunities. That's awesome. And when you're looking through that, you were looking through there, did you have to then have a separate email strategy for each of those personas? Yeah. And we actually ended up kind of prioritizing who we wanted to focus on too. So being able to say, you know what, let's, let's focus on, you know, owners and marketers and um, from that more secondary, let's, you know, let's focus on those people later. Right. So we, we took the 80, 20 rule and said, okay, where are we getting most of our opportunities from? and then decided to focus on those ones. We also decided to adopt, in some cases, a, a more of a one-to-one -one email strategy as well, where they mm -hmm. were largely just doing marketing emails and lists in, in bulk. And we showed them how to start using email templates and sequences and, and to drive more one-to-one -one communications, which naturally improved our open rates and click rates and engagement. And we were um, becoming more selective on how to uh, engage and when to engage with those ones. So we were looking for people with uh, buying signals or showing so showing engagement from a marketing effort. So we started to develop more of a marketing to sales handoff process. For them. Nice. That's interesting because I think a lot of people get a tool like this and do exactly what this company did. 
they get it and then they use it as a mass email tool instead of an opportunity for one-on-one. And I argue that I think this is the big opportunity right now is to take the time to identify those people you want to focus on and really go into that one-to-one strategy, but leveraging some automation. How long does it take? Because I think that's the thing. It's like, oh, it takes too long to, to target people one-to-one email strategy. Was that a big chunk of time? No, not really. Not when you can focus it down to, you know, the specific scenarios in, in which we wanted to uh, reach out. And so we were looking for people who had, you know, these emails that were being sent out, they were encouraging people to, the marketing emails were uh, building awareness and leading people into a demo. And when we noticed people either opening um, and clicking, particularly when they clicked on the emails and the links, but didn't actually schedule the demo, those are the times where we said, well, they clicked on the demo link, but they didn't book a time with you. Either they didn't want to fill out the form because they didn't want to give you the information or they changed their minds, or maybe they didn't see a time on the calendar that worked for them because they also included a, um, a calendaring uh, meeting link on the, on the landing page. And you know, from that, you know, we started to build lists and targets of people that would be good folks to just follow up on, on a one-to-one email. So yeah, when you have a list of, you know, 10,000 folks like, yeah, it's going to, you know, doing a one-to-one strategy for everyone naturally is going to take a lot of time and it isn't a really good use of uh, effort. But when we can focus it down to a specific signal, um, like uh, link clicks, but maybe not conversion, that those are where we decided to focus down and then to engage more in a one-to-one fashion. Awesome. Awesome. And I think, cause I, I think this is so important. So how quickly did they start to see results from that one-to-one email strategy? Yeah, I mean, it's immediate, really immediate results. I mean, because even with the one-to-ones, you can see holistically within HubSpot, what was your open rate? What was your click rate? What was your reply rate? What's your meeting rate? You know, so now we're getting, a, we're getting more metrics, you know, that, that are leading us to engagement. Where when you're sending out marketing emails from HubSpot, you're getting the open and clicks. I mean, and, and you can break it down, like which one did they click on and who clicked it and all that. But it's with those sales templates and sequences, you can see actually a lot more interesting engagement data um, by using those. And so we could see right away that these emails, you know, were being open and clicked at a higher rate than our marketing emails were, which not a huge surprise there. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were also seeing that, you know, we were seeing um, demos being booked and that's where, you know, the majority of these 20 um, uh, new opportunities came from was actually nurturing directly from a one-to-one email. And yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine that. And I think that's has an important point too. Do, you know, how long have you been doing this for? Yeah. So I've been a HubSpot solution partner for six years. Okay. And then I've been in the, you know, I've been running the business for about 12 years now. We started as a web development company and then gotcha. six years ago, ran into HubSpot and they were like, Hey, do you want to be a partner? And it was, you know, a little, you know, went through their whole journey and then uh, came out the other end, a, a happy solution partner. <laughs> I love it. And so you've seen a lot of these implemented. Mm-hmm. How often do these one-to-one email strategies, you know, how often does it, do you just keep reusing them? Cause I would imagine that there's people on that list that now pop up and should be in the one-to-one email strategy. Yeah. You know, um, I kind of another example with the client that we're working with right now, they're in a education space and LMS space. And, um, we've noticed through some of their email health, um, is that they're, you know, you know, HubSpot tracks, you know, who your unengaged contacts are. 
you know, and it, and it says, you know, if, if they've received 12 marketing emails, you know, where they haven't opened them, it's going to flag them as an unengaged contact and, and you could kind of choose to not email them um, in the future, you know, uh, by choosing to not include unengaged contacts. Uh, what we've noticed through going through their email health and analysis is that, you know, before they become unengaged, like nerd, like use one-to-one -one emails to see if we can create some type of engagement. Like, why aren't they opening these emails? You know, it's particularly the marketing emails. Are they just, do they just never see them? Do they not find them valuable? Multitude of reasons that they're not seeing them. And so we're queuing up people who are just about to become unengaged, you know, uh, to, uh, according to uh, the definition to actually use one-to-one -one emails to see if we can um, get any type of engagement through the one-to-one -one emails before, you know, rather than just keep sending the marketing emails out, you know, and, you know, cause if we just, you know, what's, what's predictable is if we do that, well, they're, you know, we're gonna continue this rate of unengagement, continue to add people or like churn, churn contacts into unengaged contacts essentially. And we see using one-to-one -one emails as the opportunity to prevent that churning you know, because if they've received 11 marketing emails and haven't opened any of them, well, why send another one? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, let's try something a little bit different here, see if they respond that way. And if they don't, well, you know, maybe that's that's an opportunity or a signal to, to graveyard them or, or to, to handle the record some other way. And, you know, what kind of results did you get from hitting those unengaged people? Because we always think of you know, the, the engaged ones with one, one strategy makes a lot of sense, but the one unengaged with one-to-one -one strategy kind of is a little counterintuitive, but I can see where it work. What kind of results did you get there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's see. We had a list of about 9,000 contacts that we started to work through and, um, you know, we're noticing about a, so I think so far we've had about a 6% uh, re-engagement rate from that. Um, so yeah, it's, um, you know, where, you know, I think benchmark, you know, for just, you know, broad marketing emails, right. We, we usually want to see about 20, 23% on the open rates or so. So naturally not as not necessarily meeting the benchmark by any means. Uh, but we were able to recapture, you know, 6%, which um, is going to make a big difference for them because now those people are back into a re-engaged status for, for the, for the team and, and is moving the company towards their goals. Yeah. And I mean, it's gotta be a lot cheaper than acquiring that person onto your list again. Yeah. SaaS company. I mean, given yeah. that it sounds like it's a high end SaaS, probably large customer value. So yeah, that's, this makes all a lot of sense. Cause if someone's looking at brand voice, they're spending some money on mm -hmm. content. Um, or, oh, this was an LMS one, right? The education one, sorry. This particular, yeah, this particular example was around the LMS one, yeah. Yeah, which even then there's definitely a lifetime customer value there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's great. That is amazing. And so uh, what would you say is the biggest opportunity right now in using HubSpot for SaaS companies? Yeah, really good, uh, great question. You know, I think one thing that I'm really curious about and interested, I think, is is more of an opportunity for um, for this particular client, but even just for any kind of SaaS client, is to use HubSpot to track the uh, custom events. You know, so to be able to use like custom events within HubSpot, so you can track 
how people's engagements are within your SaaS tool, within HubSpot and your CRM, and to build up segmentation around that. So for example, you know, with this particular SaaS company, you know, they, they are sending people to their proprietary software, but we have no insights in the CRM, whether they signed up or, you know, what features or tools have they been using? When was their last login? You know, um, you know, being able to like track their uh, behaviors and characteristics on the tool, but being able to put that into your CRM and aggregate that, that, that data in your CRM. So not only could you see your marketing information, your sales information, but then also your customer information and how they're using your tools. I think that would provide uh, a SaaS company just like incredible value in being able to see, you know, and being able to ag like segment their contacts even further to, you know, who are your power users who are, um, you're, you know, the people who haven't used the tool in 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, right? And being able to then uh, build out HubSpot and, and uh, workflows and automations to, you know, take on a variety of actions. So if someone has a lot in your tool, 60 days, 90 days, send them, send them a note, send them an email. Hey, where have you been? Right? If someone's a power user, send them an email, congratulate them, right? Um, you know, be, being able to, again, bring data from your proprietary software into the HubSpot platform is just gonna enable your teams to drive deeper insights. And then to couple those with those marketing sales and customer service tools, to even just drive greater uh, value for your customers, but also greater you know, lifetime customer value for the company. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's great. And it's, it's, it's such an easy place to make more money and to make happier customers and get more referrals. And it is marketing. You should be marketing to your current clients. I think that's great, great advice. Um, awesome. So, Lewis, how does someone get in touch with you all? Yeah, definitely. Well, you can find us on our website, mediagarcia.com. And then my email is Lewis, and that's spelled L-O-U-I-S at mediagarcia.com. Awesome. And we'll put all that in the show notes. And where do you spend most of your time on social media? LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. All right. uh, as well. And uh, we'll make sure that there's a link in there as well. All right. We'll put a link to that. Uh, Lewis, thanks so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show and sharing the success story. Yeah. Uh, pleasure being here. Thank you so much, Ian, for, for pulling us together to, to have this conversation. It was a pleasure and uh, wish you a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. And thank you for taking Lewis and I on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know, it'll make you an authority you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic 
to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.